Welcome to the Amateur Philosophers Podcast. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Lex. And we're just two senior chicks going through life, waddling about it. Uh, We've just come here to talk to you guys. Yeah, we're seniors in high school and we talk a lot with each other about just really casual stuff. But we also like talking about really universal global issues like climate change and gender equality and gun control and, you know, things that in this world are really important and are really taxing. But we wanted to kind of give a platform and have input to our conversations and we wanted to put it into something meaningful. So we decided to make a podcast. Yep. And so today our first (coughs) episode is going to be all about our embarrassing stories, which... We have a ton of, so uh, sit back, relax, and get fat, get your snacks, and uh, yeah, just enjoy. Yeah, and just to preface, I have had so many embarrassing moments that I texted Lex in the middle of the night the other day because I accidentally sent a bunch of fire emojis to this girl who I haven't talked to since about fifth or sixth grade, and she posted a picture on her Instagram story of her boyfriend and I unfollowed her out of a panic, and I was so stressed out, and I was so embarrassed, and I just texted Lex, and you know, we all go through embarrassment, and it sucks, and you know, a lot of embarrassment, we just are gonna say it, comes from the fact that both of us have peed ourselves past the age of five. And pooped. And pooped ourselves past the age of five. It's it's okay. Yeah. And you have too. Five, the age of five is not the official cutoff of peeing and pooping yourselves. Right. And it's okay. It's you know, okay. just acknowledge it. And All right. a lot of our relationship is based off the fact that we love talking about poop together. We just love talking about poop together. So we'll, I'll get a text from Lex in the morning, just, hey, have you pooped today? If so, how was it? We just love talking about poop. And it's a big part of our relationship. Right. I think it's just like, it's the epiphical feeling that comes after it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So... We have this thing called our PCP, which is... Post-coffee... Oh, post-coffee poop. But it also stands for post-clarity. Yes. Poop. Poop is just the best way to de-stress and and remember that through reduction, you become whole. (laughs) It's true. It's so true. It's so true. I mean, when you poop, have you ever just felt like bad when you poop i mean poop just always makes you feel better it does you feel like a new person after it absolutely and you know i have quite an amount of stories about poop um and one of which happened when i was six years old so this was summer of 2007 i want to say and i had a blow-up pool in my backyard and so i invited some friends over to kind of swim and mess around and so we were doing that and my friend says we'll call her Lulu and my other friend will call her Vicky and then my little sister Sarah was there um and so we they come over and we decide to play Simon Says and my friend Lulu goes up and she says Simon Says poop Now, I don't know what was going through my mind at this moment, and I don't know if my neurological composition was sophisticated enough to recognize that this was a joke, but I pulled down my purple daisy swimsuit, and I literally pooped right then and there like a farm animal. It was sick. It was so sick. And I don't understand what happened. I don't have a medical explanation for it. But initially, I was like, why isn't anybody else pooping like why am I the only smart one here why am I the only one pooping and then 
I just see them towering over me, and they just are staring at me in disbelief. And wait, were they were they staring at you while you were pooping, or was it like after? It was kind of like during and after, <laughs> which was humiliating. So were, you, were you making eye contact as it was coming out? No, not. I was kind of just like looking ahead, just like, oh, I'm just gonna poop right now. Okay. And then I was like midway through my poop, and I see. Just them staring at me in disbelief. And I just felt shame. And I've never felt shame like that since. And I have gone through some shameful stuff. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just like, I, I can't like stop. So I just like finish my poop. And then I look in my kitchen window and I see my babysitter <laughs> who's standing there in complete disbelief. Blank face. Just blank faced. And... I just, I just, I don't even know how to describe it. It was horrible. And so she comes out, and I'm like, I can't back out of this now. How do I address this? And so I was like, okay, I have one of three options. I can A, own up to it. I can B, blame it on my dog, because dogs poop in backyard, and it's not human children. Or... I could just pretend like I don't know what she's talking about and act like it just never happened. It just, like, it magically appeared. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> she comes out, and you'd assume that I chose, I'd choose the first answer, which is I'd own up to it, but I didn't. I did not choose the first answer. Instead, I chose the second answer, and I blamed it on my dog, Norman, because dogs poop in backyards. And she came out, and she was like, Lizzie, what is wrong with you? You just pooped in your backyard and I just said what are you talking about Norman did it and keep in mind she gave me the garbage bag and I had to pick up my own poop and I had to throw it out in the garage and it was the most degrading moment of my life I cannot imagine it was horrible well it was a single piece you know yeah it wasn't like Little chunks. Yeah. Um, so this was actually last year, junior year. Um I had a, like a, a grilled burger for lunch. Oh, I remember this. From a culinary art kid. I should have known. Right right then and there, as soon as I oh, yeah. saw that like 16-year-old kid. Yeah. It's not gonna be a good burger. So last period, I'm just like when I get home, all of a sudden I hear like little like grumbles in my stomach. I'm like, oh, oh here comes the burger. Oh yeah. And of course, that was the day when everybody asked me for rides. So I dropped the last person off, and I'm going 50 in like a 30. I just like, I can't hold it in, right? So I pull into my driveway. Keep in mind, this is my dad's car, because why take my car when I could take my dad's car, right? So I'm in my dad's car, and then I I feel it slowly sliding out, and I was like, no, I feel like squeezing. I know, I know. And then it just, it just, it, it all came out. Yeah. I mean, I pooped myself in the city over the summer <laughs> i couldn't hide it i it just it was blame it on the coffee though because that was the coffee that it, that was some bold coffee right and i texted alexa i just said i don't know what to do i just shit myself in the city and it was the worst i also had my period so it was just like a double, oh, whammy. double whammy i was so humiliated and the point of all of this is that we we all have a poop story. We all have a poop story. Right. It's just true. And I know it's embarrassing. And I know we don't like to own up to it because of, you know, your status or whatever. But, I mean, Bill Gates probably pooped his pants at one Oh, yeah. Point. Uh, yeah. You know, or like... Gandhi probably did when he was sitting on top of the hill. Yeah. Or like... Thinking about his life. It just Like Maya Angelou. I mean, it's, every person has pooped themselves past the age of five. Right. Yeah. So, and, uh, I think... If, 
I think talking about it really makes people like more comfortable like with their situation be like you know it's fine it happened you yeah. just gotta own up to it you know yeah and you know like I also had we kind of to a different segue but we all have an embarrassing moment in front of our crush I think we can all oh yeah relate to that oh, yeah. I had one when I was I want to say I was in fifth grade and so I was what are you in fifth grade 11 and there was this kid who was in sixth grade, and he was 12, and I thought, I don't even know what his name was, but I thought he was so cute. I thought he was so hot, I, I, and it was like a forbidden fruit situation. Like, I was certain he had a motorcycle or, and, like, <laughs> tattoos and stuff. And so we're lining up to go back in for a recess, and the way that our school worked is that we would line up, like, in our classes, like, alphabetically, and then his class was parallel to my class, and my last name starts with an M, and so his last name must have started with an M as well, so we were right next to each other. And I don't know what my instinct would have been, but I kind of turn, and I sneeze. And I'm like, that was not a little sneeze. That was an elephant evacuating its nostrils. Like, it just, it was a horrific painful sneeze and I'm like well where's all the snot I look on his shirt and there it's so sick there was just snot dripping down his shirt and I have not talked to him since I don't even remember his name but any chance I ever had with him it was gone. It was blue. It was blown away. Yeah, and you've probably had an instance in front of one oh, of your yeah. crushes. So um, I was sitting behind this guy. We'll call him. Um, what should we call him? We'll call him Dean. That's a really hot name. Ooh, Dean is a hot. If name. you're listening, your name is Dean. You're just yeah. You're winning. You're winning in life. I know. Um. So um. So I sat behind Dean, and so I walked into that class, and as soon as I saw him, my stomach was like farting time. Like oh yeah, it's time to evacuate. Yeah. And so I was like. <clears throat> slowly walking past him and then it just like whistled out yeah i mean sometimes <laughs> it was so embarrassing I, I farted in front of my crush so embarrassing it's so embarrassing because when you fart i mean you you can always do the classic thing when you're like eh, and you go along with everybody else and you act like it smells so bad but you know it's you so people don't think it's you <laughs> right like we've all done that at right. some point in class but this guy was sitting directly next to me and I was like, luckily he didn't react, but I was like, that was not a quiet fart. <laughs> you know? And I, I mean, we all get nervous farts. Right. We get oh, yeah. nervous farts. We get oh, nervous yeah. poops. Like, right before I took the ACT, I swear to God, I almost pooped my pants. First day I of school. I was so scared. Oh, yeah. First day of school, that's what it was like, time to go. Yeah, man. the Mayo Clinic probably has, like, an article on why you get nervous poops. Yeah, it probably does. Yeah. There's a Mayo Clinic article for everything. There really is. I know. I also had an instance when I was, like, three. I don't even know if I've ever told you this, but I was at my aunt's house, and she was renovating her bathroom, and so her toilet was in the garage. You can probably see where this is going. And I went into the garage, and I was like, okay, it's potty time. And so I go pee on this toilet, and there's little pee, like, trickling down the garage floor and I didn't realize that it wasn't like plumbing and it was just an unused like unworking toilet and so I'm like a little embarrassed but the worst part hadn't even happened yet the garage door opens 
and my grandfather is standing there, my uncles, my aunts, my cousins, my parents, and my mom was just like, what the hell? I mean, it was so embarrassing. I mean, and I peed myself on a bus when I was like too old. I don't even know how old I was, but I was too old. That's so funny. And I just couldn't, I thought it was like a little, it it was not a little. It was a lot. It was a lot. Did you hear about, did I tell you a story about the guy in our school that pooped in another guy's backpack? Oh, yeah. There was a guy in our high school. I'm not kidding. He, okay. <laughs> he got in a guys, fight. Guys, no offense. If you're a guy in high school, you are stupid. <laughs> guys in high school can be so stupid. Right. No. And so, so he was in like our math, he was in like some math class. And so they start, these two dudes start talking trash to each other. The guy takes the other guy's backpack out into the hallway, pops a squat in it. And brings it back to the classroom. He goes, here you go. Merry yeah. Christmas. And they, and he okay, opens it. Also, why would you do it in the middle of a hallway with surveillance cameras? <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure that guy lost, like, his volleyball scholarship. Oh, he probably like, got kicked out. Oh, yeah. It was just, it. that's the dumbest reason to get kicked out. I mean, there was an instance last year and, in the, like, the end of the year, our teacher sat down with us and said, listen, someone pooped in the... Not in the boys' bathroom, which you're like, of course, you poop in the boys' bathroom. Pooped on the floor <laughs> of the boys' bathroom. What the You hell? had not hear that. You didn't hear that? No. I was so mad at our school. I was like, so funny. Oh no, my god. Sophomore year, I'm going to Spanish class and I'm like, oh, that kind of smells a little funky. There's a janitor putting the little cones around us because some dude whizzed on the floor. Yeah. In the middle of the hallway, just uh, took a whiz. They're savages at our school. The, these people probably think that we're like, we're the most hillbilly school ever. I know. We swear we don't go to a hillbilly school. I mean, it, it, it can be at times, but we're from Chicago. And so, you know, we're Midwest, but, you know, Midwestern people aren't always super smart. You know, it's just true. It's just true. Yeah. And I think a lot of embarrassment is not just, like, funny stories like me pooping in my backyard or me sneezing on my crush. I think a lot of embarrassing stories come from shame and from unloving things that we've said to people that we wish more than anything that we can take back. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so, okay, I don't know if I should put this in here. It's kind of mean. It's okay. Okay. No shame. Oh, okay, it was really shameful. But, um, so, my friend, Jessica, she was just going through, like, kind of, like, a hard time and something was going on in her life, and she just wasn't really feeling it at the moment, right? So, uh, a couple weeks go by, I haven't really seen her for a long time, so I see her in class, and she's like, hi, Alexa, and I'm like, oh, hi, we'll call her Tiffany, and I'm like, you look really happy today, are you on crack or something? Yeah. And she goes, she did not talk to me. Oh, for the rest of oh, the Oh, I remember that. And I was like, yeah, you stupid brain. Why did you have to do that to me this time? You know? Yeah. One time I was being a brat and I was like 13 and I was with my mom and she, I don't remember what she wanted me to do, but I was just like a brat on steroids this day. I just was not in it. And, <clears throat> you know, one time she said something to me and I just, I've never said it since. I'm too scared. I said, mom, why don't you go and fuck yourself? No joke. I said that to my mother. And, you know, a scary, there's no, like, reassuring reaction to that. You know, like, when you say something like that to your mom, you're screwed. No, you're screwed. And so I expected her to scream at me, but she didn't. And instead, she just lightly said, you don't know what you just did. (laughs) 
Which, that voice rings in my head. I mean, that, that voice seriously rings in my head. It was horrifying. And I mean, I have instances, I think that we all, again, go through things where we reevaluate a, like, a situation that happened a long time ago. And we're like, was I being mean then? And I didn't even realize it. Yeah. Like, what if I'm the reason that so-and-so doesn't talk to me or so-and-so doesn't talk to that other person? And we don't always know when we're in the moment and if we are doing something that we're not supposed to be doing because a lot of times we just act impulsively. Right. And impulse mm, sometimes can, can end, yeah. can end you. Yeah. And, you know, I was learning in psychology about the amygdala, which is you know, the emotion center of the brain and then the frontal lobes, which controls, like, the, um, like, logic, reasoning, decision-making. I think that's what it controls. And, you know, sometimes we just act with our amygdala and that's just as simple no. as it is. You want to know something really messed up that we that I learned in psychology the other day? What? Some dude, some, like, really important dude. Phineas Cage? Or no. Maybe, I don't know who it was. But um, my teacher was talking about how some psychologists found out and made this theory that um, boys want to have sex with their mothers and girls want to have sex with their dads. Oh, I've kind of heard about that. Like, like when they're actual, like... There's thing. no way. I've never been attracted to my dad in that but, way. But, I mean, I think there's a thing, like, when you're really, really little, there's an attraction. Oh, that's so messed Isn't up. Isn't that so messed I up? I actually, like, don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But yes, so brain is messed up sometimes. Yeah, our brain is messed up. And you know, sometimes we just got to let it go. But I think what gives me reassurance is that I think about those situations and I care enough to think, could I have handled that better? And I feel like that's just kind of a generalization of maybe me as a person. Like, I care enough and I care enough to be like, could I have been nicer? And I am attentive to when I could be nicer, but sometimes we're just not attentive in the moment. Right. We're just, it's all, life is all about bettering yourself, you yeah. know, being, becoming the best person that you can be and living life. So. Yeah. And sometimes in order to do that, we have to go through some embarrassing stories, but those make for uh, good stories at parties. So yeah. That's yeah. Sure. That's, that's another upside at parties. If like my sneezing on my crush party, that's it. That's a... That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good or one. Or pooping in my backyard. I mean, I have to be careful where I tell... Who I tell that to, because that can kind of drive people away. Yeah. And I had an embarrassing moment, because Lex knows about me at this part of my being. I am obsessed with serial killers. I am obsessed with crime documentaries. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. And I had an instance where I was talking with a teacher... I can't even talk about it. It's so embarrassing. And I was talking with a teacher, and he also, you know, kind of likes crime documentaries. And so we were talking about it, and we were talking about the Ted Bundy tapes, and I got way too into it. Just, like, I think I scared him off. Like, I don't even know what I did, but, you know, sometimes I just get out of control because I love crime documentaries so much. And one time my cousin sent me a picture of eight serial killers and she texted me if you can name all of these you need help without a beat i named named all i named all of them i named their nicknames i named their crimes 
I'm a sociopath <laughs> when it comes to those things. And that itself can be embarrassing because, of course, I think it's kind of a phenomenon at this point that people love crime documentaries. Right. But this is an extent that is troubling. Oh, uh-huh, but hey, it, all, it got you the job after Jessica's. That's true. That is true. One time we were in a boutique and um, Lex and I were kind of talking about like crime documentaries and um, there was a book called Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered and it's about a crime podcast and the girl who was working at this boutique kind of, we, her and I kind of struck up a conversation and then I asked later, um, are you hiring? And she said, you already piqued my interest with my, with your crime fascination. I'll make sure to give you a call. And so I went in for an interview. See, crime, it, it works in mysterious ways. It works ways. mysterious ways, you know? <laughs> Let's get back to embarrassing stuff. Okay. I feel like we kind of drifted. <laughs> it's our life, though. It's, like, it's our like, life. Our life is embarrassing. It's it natural. Is. It's weird. It's funny. It's funny. So um, I have an embarrassing story. So if you're a girl over the age of 13, you probably had your period by now. So We I'm, all have an embarrassing period story. Oh, if yeah. you're a girl, you have an embarrassing yeah. period story. And we're going to talk about them. So, um, so I'm dating this really hot guy. And I go by, and well, we've been dating for like a week. So I go to his house. Yeah. And I'm on my period. It's oh, super this. heavy flow. Right? So I'm wearing those diaper pads, you know? Oh, yeah. But apparently that's not enough. Because why would it be? Yeah. So we're laying on his couch, just chilling. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I think it's time I go home. It's late, whatever. So I get up. And there's like a smiley face of blood <laughs> on the couch. Like it's, it's like it's that. mocking me. Okay? Oh my god, it taunts you. I go, it's pitch. Oh, he didn't see it, but I see it because it's like pitch black. Like I know the side of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we all have a power of recognizing when it's period blood. So, so I go, well, name him. What's a hot name? I'll name him Connor. So I go, Connor. Again, if your name's Connor, <laughs> you're winning in Dean life. Dean Connor. Yeah. So I go, uh, Connor, I kind of bled on your couch. And he goes, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I bled on your couch. And he goes, ha, 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 very funny. I flick on the lights. And there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, my so, God. So um, he looks at me and I look at him and it's just like our jaws hit the floor because like I'm literally about to cry. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's and, and embarrassing. I've like a week and I've already like marked my territory on his, on his sofa. I know. And um, he runs to the bathroom and he gets toilet paper and he starts scrubbing at it. And he's oh. like, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Like this fine. It's natural. And I'm like bawling. I'm, like, ah, I'm so sorry. Dab don't scrub though. <laughs> he did not know that. Yeah. So, um, Ladies, dab don't scrub. It did not come out. Yeah. That's the short story. It did not come out. But uh, he ended up flipping his... Good old cow cushion. Yeah, he flipped the cushion. Yeah. And we've been together ever since. So yeah, It's beautiful. <laughs> Mark your territory. Ladies. I had a girlfriend who lost her... Or not lost her. She was 12. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she um, got her period at... Okay, so after sixth grade, we had like a pool party like the entire sixth grade class went to this pool party at I don't remember what pool it was but so my friend's in a cute little bikini and she's in a hot tub with her crush it happens that I would die I I would too I remember where I got my period I got it at the mall with my mom 
And I cried when I got my period. Really? I, yeah. I was like, finally. Like, the first time I got it, I was like, yes, womanhood. I was not happy. I was scared. I was a baby. I was like, I don't want to be a woman. I want to be a girl. How old were you when, when you got yours? Was I 12? Yeah. I think I was 12. I think that's like the... 12 uh, is kind of the universal. It's the age. 12 or 13. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, if you don't get your period, you know before 12 or after 12 that's fine too it's fine it it's happens fine. let it be really it will happen and um don't rush it though trust me you're gonna be you're gonna be looking back when you oh really have it and you'll be like man i wish i still didn't have it i know and i just i just avoid white shorts i never wear white shorts i'm just too scared yeah, I yeah. Feel that. anyway yeah, well, this has been really fun, and, you know, we really appreciate if you've been listening. We'd love to have you for our next episode, yeah. and, you know, it's great to virtually <laughs> meet you. Right, and just rant, just have a nice And just rant, let us know whatever topics that you want to hear from us. More embracing stories, we got a handful of those. Yeah, so. and, um, what was I saying? Well, yep. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>